Welcome in, everybody, to another Illini postgame show from the people who bring you No One Asked Us. I am Greg Choate. He is Logan Lee. It is a beautiful Friday evening. Um, Illinois picks up another win. We'll get right to it. Uh, 86-48 to over Kansas City. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're going to recap this quickly, um, and we'll let you be on your Friday or Saturday morning whenever you're uh, bringing in the, or taking in this uh, post-game show. Before we do that, if you're on YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe right down below. Uh, we really would appreciate that. Also, share the episode on all of your social medias as well. Our social media, uh, I'm at Craig W. Choate. He is at the Logan Lee on Twitter, at No One Asks Us Pod on Twitter, at No One Asks Us Pod on Instagram is the show at um facebook is no one asks us i'm logan's throwing me off here i don't know what he's doing his sliding is like he's like in a club right now um but yes follow us on social media shoot us an email uh no one asked us 2021 at gmail.com all that good stuff all of it is on your screen if you're watching youtube also in the description wherever you are watching this show but yes illinois wins 86 48 moved to 210 on the season um nothing really crazy happening today uh, tonight in the game it kind of went as we expected but we are going to recap it for you how you doing logan i was trying to fix my light to see what the best lighting is for my <laughs> pale skin because like there's I just, no lighting to fix that i just look like <laughs> there is one light that room. can fix that and it's up in the sky <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't hear it over there i i can't i can't tan that's not possible that's uh I, you know what craig uh, the first 10 minutes were ugly uh yeah. but after that everything was 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 fine um yeah. to be expected you you know uh certainly some again some growing pains this team's going to go through and the first 10 minutes were quite the example of that but but yeah there was really no doubt uh really throughout most of this game that illinois wasn't going to have this one in the bag so right uh, it was it was fine it was it was a basketball game and it was a win so that's all that matters. It was couple uh, couple things I know each of us want to talk touch on. Uh, Logan wants to touch on something that's off the court that he was very excited about tonight. So we'll give him time to do that. Uh, <laughs> we're we're trying to find a structure here for these post game shows. I know last episode I in particular had uh, a couple people reach out that we like to talk in circles with ourselves sometimes. So uh, we're going to try and structure it a little bit better starting uh, tonight. So. Uh, first, we will go through the stats, though. Um, Dane, freaking danger. Holy crap, where did this dude come from? 20 points, 9 of 11 from the field, 15 rebounds. Only the second Illini uh, since 2010 to have a 20 and 15 game. Uh, just impressive. He's been so much better than expected. Uh, then we had Terrence Shannon, 14 more points for him tonight. Five assists, four rebounds. Jaden Epps, 13 points, three rebounds, three assists. The only other scorer in double figures was Sky Clark with 10. RJ Melendez had eight. Coleman Hawkins, six. Matthew Meyer, five. Sincere Harris, six. And Ty Rogers, four. Um, yeah, no other really stats stick out to me off the top of the off, – off individually. Team stats, uh, 47% from the field, 30% from three, uh, 30 of 64 from the field, eight of 27 from three 18 of 26 from the free throw line. Um, the, the, those are the stats there for you. Um, we'll talk about Dane real quick before we get into our, uh, yeah. <laughs> our three keys and all that, man. Oh man. Yeah. This, this kid is so smooth in the paint and yeah. I did not expect that at whatsoever. No. 
No, I didn't. Uh, you know, it. I'm not sure what his role is, his role will be moving forward on this team. Uh, I certainly have some questions about some other players that are uh, in the starting lineup at the moment. Um, but Dane has been an absolute, I don't want to say a shocker, uh, but I did not see this coming. Um, I mean, I expected him to produce off the bench, um, but I, this is, I mean, he, he's, I, and I know these first two games haven't been the most against, you know, top tier opponents by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah, he's looked like a, he's looked like a man <laughs> down there. I mean, he is, I mean, we've been coming off the last three years, Kofi Coburn. Um, so it's hard to like compare anything at this point, but good Lord. I mean, he's, yeah. he is just, he's a whole different specimen down there. Um, and I'm glad we have him because this team doesn't have a lot of size elsewhere yeah. uh, in terms of girth and, you know, yeah. players that can take up space down in the post. There's, there's size in a different, in a different way. Um, but he's, he's been incredible There's length. Length. There's length. Yes. Uh, but he's been, he's been a revelation in these first two games, man. I don't know. We'll see if they keep it up. Uh, as we know, I mean, he's going to be up against some real, the, the big 10 is alone is full of, you know, American level post players. So he's going to have a real challenge coming up, but, uh, for right now against these other teams, I mean, he's, he's looked like the best player on the court. Yeah, that's the point I was going to make when we get to our three-key segment here coming up. Um, Illinois did start the game like one of 13 from the floor. Um, that was yeah. that slow 10 minutes you were talking about. So to end the game at 47% is pretty um, pretty good. Uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts, though, before and I don't want to forget this, so we're going to do this now. It was the ring ceremony and the banner unveiling for last year's Big Ten championship team. Uh, Alfonso Plummer was back in town. Demonte Williams, who I believe is playing overseas, was back in town. Trent Frazier flew in from Serbia. Uh, he's been killing it over there, and he flew. He was back in town. And Kofi Coburn, we knew, was here on Monday, Tuesday, whenever yeah. the season opener was. He was here there. He was still in town. So those four came back for it. Um, a, a and and the broadcast didn't show it. I was watching the WCI three live stream of it, which um, they don't have like multi cameras. It was literally just I think probably Andy Olson. Uh, right. getting his B-roll of the event. So it was like he could only get one shot at a time. Um, but good to see those four back, especially Trent and DeMonte. I mean, they were there for all five years. They've literally seen from the bottom the worst season ever to two Big Ten championships. Awesome to have them back. Um, they had a, 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 a individual video, I believe, for Trent himself, right. a couple-minute video for him. And I saw a tweet, I think it was from Jeremy, that yep. Tyler Cotton- Cottingham yep. pointed out, um, I know you want his jersey in the rafters. He technically doesn't qualify for no. a jersey in the rafters. So what they said on Media Row, and it's a good thought by them, is that this was kind of his moment, his yeah. jersey-raising banner. Um, that that banner is kind of his, which I yeah. thought was cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I was going to say the exact same thing that you literally just said verbatim. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, I think personally he, he should have his jersey up there, but I know that he had he didn't meet the qualifications, and that's fine. So he probably it will probably won't end up happening. Um, but yeah, for them, this is yeah, this is why he came back um from from Germany. Like he hopped on a flight like yesterday. Uh I saw he posted on on Instagram. He was in the 
airport in Germany and flying back just for this. I'm sure he's on a plane back tomorrow uh, yep. to play in a game on Sunday or Monday or something. So um, good for him. I'm glad that I'm glad they were all able to come back, but especially Trent. Um, yep. He meant so much to this team, uh, to this program, so much to Brad Underwood. Um, so I'm really glad that he was able to do that. And yeah, this, that's kind of was his moment. Kofi will have his moment. They'll bring him back again later and yep. put his Jersey up there, um, as an individual honor. Uh, but this, this was kind of Trent's moment for sure. Yeah. Which Kofi leaves probably tomorrow, if not yeah. in a couple of days for Japan to play. So, um, right. three of those four, I believe are overseas and I could definitely see Alfonso Plummer playing overseas as well. Um, so, so good for them, uh, to come back. Uh, so we are going to do like a, a key three segment, a three keys segment, something like that. Don't really have a name for it. Um, and, and number one has to be Dane Danger. Um, I know, I know we've touched on him a lot, but he is the story tonight. 20 points, 15 rebounds, nine of 11 from the floor. Um, let's go to his plus minus. It's got to be high. Uh, 27 plus minus, which is second on the team just a dominating performance and you, you touched on it and I'm, I'm going to make the point and, and really nail it home here. It's Kansas city. It's, yeah, it's not it's Indiana. Um, it's Kansas city. So yes, it's awesome to see now, but I got to wait until I see him against uh, another quality big. And even during the game, I knew I was going to make this point in the show. So I was looking up UCLA's roster and Texas's roster and um, who's the other uh, Baylor doesn't have a Baylor's a lot like Illinois. I think they don't have a, a great big. He might not see another great big until big 10 play just from the rosters that I saw. Virginia does have a couple big dudes that I think put up some good numbers, but we might not know the true Dane danger until big 10 play, but seeing this now at least shows us that he's capable of it. Um, he he has a fadeaway. He's so smooth around the rim. It's unbelievable. I did not expect that from him. And you got to wonder how much going against Kofi Coburn every day in the spring helped his development of his moves, especially that yeah. fadeaway. Because Kofi's seven feet, um, hard to get a, get a shot off over. So he hits that turnaround fadeaway tonight. Has he always had that in the bag, or is that something he might have developed going against Kofi? I think going against Kofi uh, is, is a huge thing, probably in the way we're seeing Dane Danger play right now. And you know, I think that's something that's very undervalued. Um, yep. You know, we now live in a world where you don't transfers don't have to sit out, uh, but Dane Danger is somebody who has been here for a while now. He did have most of that season to go up against Kofi in practices every single day. Um, and, you know, so I I remember thinking at some point during this game, I didn't even know anything about this guy. I know that he was a post player. I know he came from Baylor and that he played like two or three games there. Um, we didn't really know anything else. You don't get to see these guys when they transfer the old transfer rules. Um, so when you finally get to see him play, it feels like they're brand new, but like they've been here. He has been here for a while. Uh, we just haven't seen him on the court. So they made that point in the broadcast. At one point, they had the four freshmen on the court, yes, and Connor yes. Onion kept saying they got the four freshmen and Dane Danger. And I'm like, that's five freshmen. Yeah. Dane Danger is a redshirt freshman. He is yeah, not I think Bruce that's made that, five freshmen that out, on the yeah. court. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's he I mean, he's just 
the whole Kofi thing, I mean, that's incredible. You know, and I was going to point out too, you know, you brought up that this is Kansas City and this is uh, whoever they played, Eastern Illinois the other night. You know, Georgie, Georgie put up big points against some of these type of schools yeah. too. Um, Coleman Hawkins last year. Coleman Hawkins did last year. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff happens. So, but we'll see. I think he's certainly yep. capable of being a being a consistent piece uh, yes. to that puzzle and scoring points. But I don't know that we're going to see these numbers on a consistent yeah. basis, but um, there's and not a good, lot of other options for those kind of points. It's good to see that the offense doesn't change a whole lot with him. And now the defense does, you know, he, he can't yes. switch the ball screens right. like every, like the other guy, the other right. eight guys that play they ha- he has to drop, but um, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Obviously he's averaging 20 points and, 12 boards a game, but we'll, we'll see if that can continue once we get into some high major competition here. Uh, number two for me is just the shooting woes. There's just not a shooter on this team. No. Um, I, and Luke Goody was going to be that dude. Uh, so that's why that injury specifically, um, that's where it hinders Illinois. But Illinois goes eight of 27 from three. And even early, it wasn't necessarily just the three. They just, they couldn't get anything yeah. to fall early. Um, and then finally started hitting some. Uh, Sincere Harris hit two, but those were both in garbage time. Those were both in the last four minutes of the game. Jaden Epps hit two, and then Terrence Shannon, Melinda, RJ, Melendez, Matthew Meyer, and Sky Clark each hit one. Um, that could be a dagger come February and March. They have plenty of guys that can do it. Um, we saw Coleman hit six of them on Monday night. Um, you, yeah, he was. They uh, have guys capable of doing this. Uh, but there's oh, no Alfonso Plummer. I mean, we're we're used to Trent Fla- Trent Frazier, Alfonso Plummer, Jacob Grandison, yeah, the magical year of Demonte Williams. Like we're we're used to that type of player being on this team the last few years, and that it doesn't it's not here. There's several guys that are capable of of hitting threes and you know having good nights like Coleman had on Monday, but um, there's there's not a sharpshooter that you can just count on to get you a couple per game, two or three per game that you know they're going to be there because this team just doesn't have that. Um, To go off your shooting thing, and this is something I kind of thought about early during this stretch, and obviously this changes when Dane's on the the floor. But when they go with that starting lineup that they have right now, they are totally – there is nobody down low. Which means when you have a when you have a missed shot, there's nobody there for an offensive rebound. And the other thing I've noticed is when you don't have a Dane on down low and you don't have a Kofi down low, a lot of the times those drives that you know like a Terrence Shannon's going to take or an RJ Melendez is going to take to the basket, there's nobody to drop it off to. A lot of times you're we're so used to seeing that with Kofi down there when. Yeah insert player here drove to the hoop Kofi was always there to dump it off to if they didn't have the shot there's not that person that that happened a few times early on in this game before Dane hit the floor where somebody drove to the basket and they could they had no shot but there was also nobody to pass to so that's something that you know we just we're just kind of have to get used to when Dane's not on the floor like there there may not be somebody down there to to be that person uh and that's just going to be different we could see a lot of those uh, kind of drives that Trent would do baseline where he would jump and wrap the pass right. around to someone opposite wing or in the right. uh, opposite corner uh, for a three. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of drive and dish to three instead of drive and drop it off to Kofi. Um, 
Yeah, it, like you said, there there are capable shooters. We've seen it from Matthew Meyer at Baylor. We've seen it from um, recruiting tape of Jaden Epps, which I think will probably probably be. I would say Epps is probably the best shooter right now, even as a freshman. Um, yeah, because Matthew Meyer didn't shoot the ball great last year, and Terrence Shannon. I know they say he comes in at four fifteen a.m. to to get up. 3,000 shots or whatever, but I wouldn't consider him a, an outside threat. So no. that's a concern moving forward. Um, nothing de- super detrimental to this team, but um, until Luke Goody comes back, you're not going to have a guy that you're confident in can hit a big three when when the time is needed. Yep. Um, and, and number three for me for the key is just the defense. Um, it is a completely different style of defense. And again, grain of salt, it's Kansas City but they can be a terror to anyone they guard. They play full court, um, not all the time, but they have a full court trap that can speed you up. And now we saw a couple times even tonight that in the in the full court, Kansas City beat it, and it led to an easy layup, but that's just the risk you run. Um, they did force 24 turnovers uh, from Kansas City and got 28 points off of those turnovers, and it was a, what, 30-point win? What is that? Almost 40-point win, right? I'm not good at math. Yes. Yeah. 38, 38. point win. Yeah. So even with those, it's really still not a game. But this defense is is um a lot different and a lot better for college basketball, I think. A lot more fun to watch because they can get things going. Yeah. It's that was one of the things that I thought about early is I referred to the I thought the defense, I was gonna say this, tweet it out or whatever, but tenacious. That defense is absolute, absolutely tenacious. And I know tenacious again, D. tenacious D, absolutely. Uh, I know again, this is Kansas City. Uh, so we have to take that with a grain of salt. But I mean, that that trap, that full court trap, that all that stuff. I mean, they were right up on you. So, I mean, we'll see again how this translates into tougher competition when they play those teams coming up. But uh, so far, these first couple games, I mean, that was absolutely been a strength is is that defense they're just so long they're just yeah. so long Length and versatility and they can even switch guys everything that aren't long just get just get in in front of you they just like sky clark will just come in there and just swoop the ball up just out of your hands like on a consistent basis and we haven't really talked about him much this episode uh he's built different yeah and i don't that's not like a hyperbole like yeah sky clark is just built different Mm-hmm. He is he is strong. A running back. He is a run. Absolutely, he is a running back. I mean, it's incredible. He is not. He is not a basketball build. Um, and I'm trying that, to think I mean, of what a comp it's would a good be. Thing. It's a good thing. I mean, he's he's going to be a super strong player. Dimitri uh, McKamey, maybe similar. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, that's probably fair. I think I think McKamey might have been a little bigger, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a good. It's a good comp. He's just I think yeah, this guy's more muscular different. than McKamey. Yeah. That could yeah. be. Yeah. I need yeah, to think just, about that. I'm I have one in my mind, but I can't put a name to who I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, he's of. just that's a good he's just built different. He's just yeah. different type of different type of dude. But yeah, that defense was pretty solid. <laughs> um I'm gonna throw this in. We're gonna do away with the play of the game. It didn't work. We don't have audio, whatever, but we're gonna do this. The everyday guy of the game. You know, Illinois is about everyday guys. Who's your everyday guy of the night? Every everyday guy of the game tonight. Not well, on the court. We could was go. He? No, it wasn't on the court. 
no. Uh, Bruce <laughs> Bruce Weber. Yes. Yeah. Bruce was back. Um, no, I mean, I, I think there's an obvious choice, which I know you're going to talk about, and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, Bruce Weber. Um, it was just nice to see him back in Champaign. And we talked about this last week that he was going to be there. Um, I thought he was great on the broadcast. Um, I think he talked a lot. Um, that's probably, you know, just him being him and maybe a little bit of nervousness and also because it was the blowout for most of this game. So that's kind of their job is just to talk. Um, but it was, it was nice to see him. Nice to see him get an ovation, get let, let them recognize him. Um, just, just happy for Bruce. I know that he's kind of div- divisive amongst the, the fan base and I understand that, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm glad that he's he's still involved, still around. I'm glad he's with the Big Ten Network. I hope to see him on more uh, Illinois broadcasts. But yeah, it was just nice to see Bruce back in the house. I think it would make sense. I know I don't know where he's living now. I don't know if it's in Illinois or St. Louis. Still in he is living in St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis. so yeah, he's yeah. only a couple hours drive away. So I would I would expect to see him on more Illinois games than I would maybe in, in any other uh, Big Ten school. And I think it makes sense because he knows the school. Now would he be biased? Potentially, but I don't think he showed too much of it tonight. But yes, um, we touched on Bruce um, a couple uh, episodes ago of our regular weekly show when uh, you found out that he was going to be doing this. And both of us have a soft spot for him because he started, um, I, well, he started at Purdue, but um, he led SIU to great success. So for me personally, being from 30 minutes away from Carbondale, um, that, that was my Saluki heyday. So yeah, soft spot for him. Um, I, I loved seeing him and I, I as well thought he was great on the broadcast. Uh, my everyday guy is not the one that people might think I'm not going to go with Dane danger. I thought you might actually go with Dane danger. Um, well, no, I was going to go with this one, honestly, okay. but I'll, really? I'll let you take it. Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, Jaden, he was huge. Jaden was, was huge. Yeah. Yep. Um, 13 points in 24 minutes three rebounds, uh, three assists, four of nine from the field, two of five uh, from three, and his plus minus, 35. 35. They won by 38, and Jaden's plus minus was 35. I've never seen a plus minus higher than 30, and Jaden Epps was 35. He was huge. He hit those – he hit the two back-to-back threes early on when the offense couldn't get anything going. Yep. Um. the The offense in the in the first ten minutes was the Terrence Shannon dunk, uh, maybe three free throws, and then somebody maybe hit another shot, and then and then Jaden came in and hit two threes back to back, and that that's really where the game took off. He was huge tonight. Um. I mean, yeah, Dane Danger was the bigger story with his twenty points and fifteen boards, but thirteen points for for Jaden Epps, um, coming off the bench as a freshman. Um. I mean, it was. Dishing out three assists, like you can't ask for more than for more than that. And yeah, that that plus yeah. minus is just absolutely bonkers. So yeah, he was going to be my pick, my actual pick. But hmm. um, yeah, that's absolutely he deserved that for sure. I think was, a, there were a tonight. couple guys that that could have got it. Um, I mean, obviously Dane Danger could have got it, but even for and I'm I'm going to speak this dude's praise all season. Ty Rogers, I love that yeah. dude. He made that just just for that one play, dove on the floor. Didn't get the ball, but caused a turnover. Coleman Hawkins got a steal, and then Hawkins found Rodgers for the dunk. I yep. mean, just that one play in itself was good enough for I me because that's exactly what we want to see, um, especially on this kind of team where you're, you might need to scramble to make up for some defensive mistakes. 
Um, that's that's what Illinois basketball needs to be. And Ty Rogers, I just I just love that dude already. I feel like um, Ty Rogers is going to be the epitome of this category every single time yeah, on our show. He is the everyday. I mean, guy, so yeah. like, let's just yeah. be honest. He's probably always going to be in the conversation. So we'll probably try to pick other people than him. Yeah. Um, but he is he is that type of player. So yeah, yeah. What is um? Again, we're we're trying to structure something here. So these segments that we're t- we're doing are, are probably going to be kind of locked in. So we're just going to kind of go from one to the next. So for uh, the good and the bad, something good you like tonight that you like you like to see moving forward, and then something bad that really needs to improve for next game or the next week or the next month. So what what was your your good tonight? Well, we kind of touched on it earlier, but that defensive tenacity, I, I think that's I think that's going to be huge. Um, the way they the way they just collapsed on the, the the pressure that they put on, on Kansas city. Again, I know it's the competition level and things are going to change, but just the way they were able to, to play like that and play that hard, um, create the fast break opportunities. Like that's, that's just something they have to continue to do on a nightly basis. Yeah. It may not work every single time. Um, but I think that that's the biggest takeaway for me, honestly, outside of the individual performances, um, that just has to be consistent because the way this yep. team is going to score is a lot of it's going to come from fast break, fast break opportunities. Yep. Um, this that's what this team is built to do. They don't have a Kofi Coburn. Coburn. Now we do. We have seen Dane Danger do some things, so it's possible they can you know structure some stuff around him. But he's not going to be on the floor all the time, so they're going to have to create those opportunities. And I think they can do that. They just they have to keep that defense up because that's that's going to be a huge key to what they're going to do. And the bad, Matthew Meyer. It, it's concerning. Minutes. It's concerning. Um, I I get that there you know there was he was late to campus. He's had some injury issues. Um, I, I understand all these things. Um, can play into this, and maybe there's more to it than we realize. Uh, but his his performance so far in two games plus the exhibition is minimal at best. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I'm ready to give up on Matthew Meyer after the second game of the season by any stretch. Um, but they have to get him going because here's the problem. Dane danger for the first two games has been one of the two or three best players on this team. But if you throw him in that starting lineup and you put Matthew Meyer on the bench, your your depth gets a lot weaker. I think it's crucial that he plays well enough to stay in that starting lineup. I really do. I think that he's going to be that important to this team. And the depth is already weak enough. And if you have a player like that that is struggling so far this season and his the, the minute situation, again, maybe there's more to it than, than we know. Maybe they're just trying to keep his minutes down because he's, you know, maybe he's not 100%. I don't know, whatever the case is, but that's got to get better, <laughs> whatever it is, hopefully soon. Um, because as I said, there's just not a lot of depth here um, past the five yeah. star. I mean, what are we? We're playing nine deep, and mm-hmm. five of those are essentially freshmen, if you count Dane. Yeah. Um, so you, you got to have him. You got to have him on the court. You got to have him doing something making shots. What did he have tonight? Three points, something like that. Five, five, five points, points in 13 tonight. minutes. So yeah, the 13 minutes thing. 
I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they'll address that. But... Technically eighth in the rotation with 13 minutes. Only yeah. person that had less of the nine was Sincere Harris. I'm yeah. not – I wouldn't say I'm concerned right. yet, but, um, yeah, something needs to turn around. Um, my good kind of bounces off of yours, um, just kind of the game plan. You know, we touched on they started the the game like one of 15 from the floor, but they didn't necessarily continue to just chuck threes. But they started actually. They started to execute and get the shots that they wanted and get to the rim. So just sticking with the game plan and being resilient. And I know it was only five or ten minutes. It wasn't like for thirty minutes they were the the shots weren't falling. But just sticking to the game plan. And I liked the way they pushed through that slow, slow, slow start. And Bruce touched on it too. You had the ring ceremony. You know, you're on this emotional high. Um, maybe slow to start, but. Uh, I liked the way they pushed through that and continued, and it was like a 18-point halftime lead or something like that, and we didn't really have to worry about anything past the 10-minute mark. Uh, bad for me is that shooting. Um, we touched on it uh, for our number two key, the shooting woes. Um, that's my biggest concern, and I think it was heading into the season as well. This team's just not going to shoot well from behind the arc, so you got to get the easy buckets, and you got to convert the easy buckets um, if we're going to be successful here uh, in Champaign. So um, those are my good and bad. Uh, nothing nothing from tonight makes me think this isn't a top five team in the Big Ten. This isn't a team that's going to uh, be a bubble team. This is an NCAA tournament team. They have the talent, barring any catastrophic injuries or anything. Um, I, I don't leave tonight thinking more or less of this team, honestly. Um, I think tonight's is about exactly what we expected from the game and moving forward. Um, it doesn't change my expectations whatsoever. I agree. Um, one other note that I wanted to bring up, not that this is um, a concern. It might even be a positive, but Monday night, Coleman Hawkins had how many points? 23, I believe. Hit what? Five, three pointers in the first half, something like this. Mm-hmm. Six, three pointers. Mm-hmm. Do you know when Coleman Hawkins scored his first field goal tonight? Uh, I th- it was second half, I think. The seventeen twenty one mark yeah. in the second half. His first field goal. Now he, I mean, he did take some shots in the first half. He he took a few threes and they didn't go in. Um, this team they obviously didn't need his offense, so he was patient enough and and willing to you know give up those opportunities. But I just thought that was interesting to go from yeah. you know being the guy on Monday to not getting his first bucket till. The seventeen twenty mark in the second half. I thought that was just kind of intriguing. Yeah. Didn't touch on this with Dane Danger either. He had five blocks, which is a massive number for blocks. I don't know if Kofi ever got five blocks, but um all right. Next up, uh the fourteenth. Is that Monday? Yeah, Monday night. Yeah, Monday. Monmouth, Monmouth uh makes it makes a trip. I believe it's another nine o'clock tip. I don't have the time and date on here or what channel it's on. Um, I believe it's nine o'clock on Big Ten Network, but for those listening, make sure and check the schedule because that could totally be wrong. It is nine o'clock uh, Eastern time, Big Ten Network. We have to we have to go back to Central. I know it's nine eight o'clock, o'clock for okay. us, but eight o'clock Central. Everybody time, that listens to this Big show Ten is in the Central Time Zone. <laughs> eight o'clock Central Time on the Big Ten Network. Maybe we'll get another Bruce Weber call. Um, Monmouth is zero and two on the season. They lost uh, at Seton Hall, and then just tonight they lost to Virginia, eighty-nine to forty-two. So Illinois plays Monmouth next, and then they could potentially play Virginia later in the season. So that's what we're looking for next. Anything else from you tonight, Logan Lee? Yeah, one quick shout-out. Mm-hmm. 
Brandon Podzimski. Oh, yeah. Real quick. We got <laughs> less than three minutes here. Pods. Yeah. At Santa Remember Clara. Remember that name? Remember that name? Transferred to Santa Clara. Two first two games to start the season, two 30 point outings. 30 and 34, I think. I think he's averaging 32 again. Incredible. Incredible yeah. stuff. Good stuff. for him. I, Good for I, him. <laughs> the other night when he dropped 30 in the opener, I texted our group and I was like, this team could really use him, honestly, this year. This Illinois team could use yeah. Brandon Pudge. They really could. Year. I don't, again, I don't know where he would fit in this rotation, but um, I mean, if he's, he's putting up 30 they points, I, <laughs> yeah. They need something, I, but I, don't I also know. watched uh, Benjamin Bossman's Redonk tonight. Uh, South Carolina pulled off a last second win against Clemson. Uh, so I watched a little bit of that. And there was one other that I watched, but I can't remember who it was. Um, no, I don't remember. But all right. Uh, yeah. Next up, Monmouth Monday, Illinois football tomorrow, uh, Saturday, uh, 11, 11 a.m. Central Time, Logan, uh, on ESPN2 against Purdue. Um, a win there would all but clinch the Big Ten West. Wouldn't quite clinch it, but all but clinch the Big Ten West. So, all right. Unless you have anything else? Nope. All right. Illinois wins 86-48 over Kansas City. Uh, Move to 2-0 on the season next up Monday in Monmouth. Thanks again for listening. Uh, Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Follow all of our social media channels so you'll be up to date on when we drop episodes. There could be a lot coming out here in the next three to four weeks with all the post games and regular weekly shows. So as always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.